Mike and Lori Reist are helping teens in tough circumstances still make their high school graduation night one to remember because they don't want them growing up sooner than they have to. The parents of five kids under nine years old give us insight into the starting of their two organizations, helping outfit teens in tuxes and dresses for graduation, Adopt-A-Grad and Project Jack and Jill. That's today on the Airdrie Life Podcast, where we share stories about extraordinary people who call Airdrie home. I'm Britton Lettingham. Take me back to the start, because Adopt-A-Grad started, yeah. is it four years now? Uh, we'd, be, we'd be four 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 years ago, I guess, three years ago. Well, this will be your third year. It would have been your fourth, but you took one year off. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Um, First was 2015. 2015. Yeah. Yeah, so, and um, it was like a single mom that came up to me and said, you know, if I can get a suit, you know, if I had a suit to fit her son. I'm like, well, I don't have one that's doable. But I said, give me 10 minutes. Um, so I went on there to dad's. And literally within a couple of days, we had $500 raised. And so we were able to get a brand new suit and uh, a couple shirts and ties. And uh, even got a part-time job out of that yeah. at, uh, <laughs> I want to say, Moore's. And he's got a part-time job. And now he's in the That kid. Yep. Wow. And now he's in the military. Now he's stationed in Quebec. Wow. And uh, so it's a, it's a good, good feel-good story and uh, something that's kind of more of a tangible effect right away. That we were able to see the impact of a Facebook group of, at that time, probably less than 2,000 people, if I remember correctly, um, to be able to pull together and get $500 to give to somebody they've never met and get them a brand new suit and be able to uh, direct his, uh, um, his life in a positive direction, you know, of, of the power of, of the gift and uh, be able to get a job out of that and go in the military. Um, that's really, really. Uh, good effect that I never really expected. The following year, I wanted to do it, but I was working out of town quite a bit. Yeah. So, out on the West Coast. Yeah. yeah. And uh, so I was out of town quite a bit for, you know, three or four weeks at a time and only home for a week and a bit. And uh, so I couldn't really dedicate my time for that. And last year I dedicated, I'm going to go on both feet in, met with one of the school for a church originally to let them know I wanted to do something. And Miss Johnson said, yeah, I'm, I support it totally, right? So I was like, perfect, and we'll see you in the new year once the semester breaks and breaks up, and uh, we'll see where we're at. And by then, the second meeting of the school, I've already had enough of an idea where I've been able to help other school, high schools as well in Airdrie, so I was able to help more than one student. So, and so it turned out to be 16 total. In year two? In year two, yeah. Yeah, and that was connecting with Bird Church and Bird Church, uh, George Mack, yeah, uh, W H Croxford, and didn't get in with uh, St Martin de Porres. Kind of a communication breakdown. Um, they weren't fully understanding what my initiative was about. Yeah, yeah. But uh, ne- to be fair, I never got to meet the principal, so it was kind of a yeah. But once he saw what what was going on, he felt bad. Realized. But we did kept in contact he wants to be on board this year for it so it's good to see him mm-hmm. be able to have all high schools yeah yeah that's amazing yeah, so yeah and that was yeah 2017 16 kids just an off, an off year yeah yeah so um and there's been a lot of uh yeah good press from this and like people realizing that kids need this and it it's so substantial like i didn't think about like these are 500 dollars seats these aren't 100 dollars seats like yeah. tell me a bit about uh, getting the donations and, and well, going for a hire. I just, 
I started out by asking a bunch of Airdrie dads if they had any bottles. Um, so the first two weekends, I think we got $300 worth of bottles in the first um, three trips, I think. And I'm, I was doing my time off and uh, I was off work for a bit. And I think by two weeks, um, I had over $1,000. Yeah. And then, well, and then you found, um, cause then you started getting inquiries about people who just, they just wanted to help and donate, you know, cash donations as well. Um, and it grew from there. And then there was a few businesses that did some more substantial donations. Um, and then some even helped out, um, because it expanded further. It wasn't just getting these young men suits. Um, it expanded into actually these uh, grad packages because yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah. Uh, a limo company, uh, black gold limo, offered their limo ride for one school. Um, that was original for one school, but I wasn't branching off the other schools yet sort of thing. So I that was Bird Church. Yeah, yeah Bird yeah, Church. Yeah. And, uh, so, um, so a grad packet for that particular school included um, a gift card from Tip Top Tailors, uh, a gift certificate for a free haircut at Main Street Barbers, uh, a gift certificate for uh, a free boot near Cassage from... Uh, there was two. Holland House Flowers and um, Summerhill Flowers. Mm-hmm. And uh, what else we got? So, oh gosh, are we getting anything? Uh, I don't want to miss anything, but... Uh, yeah, flowers, boutonnieres, haircut, yeah. suit, limo for the one school. Well, yeah. um, I feel like we haven't forgotten anything. I hope not. Apologies if we did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that <laughs> it's was, been a few months. Yeah, and yeah, this will all kick up and yes, exactly. We'll be doing that right again after Christmas, soon. I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah right no. after Christmas, it'll be really ramping up. Again. Yeah, no, yeah. and uh, I got big goals for for this year. I'm 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 aiming to have all the Rocky View High School. So that's I think it's eleven all together. Yeah, and wow. um, so that's my goal um, to be able to provide from each high school in Rocky View itself because. Uh, I have a personal connection with all of them because I, I went to high school in Airdrie. Yeah. So I, I visited uh, the schools either through wrestling tournaments or football games and stuff like that. So I've known somebody that participated participated in each one of those schools. Yeah. So I'm being, you know, whether we're in Airdrie, Crossfield, or Cochrane, you know, we all know somebody in, in those small communities. And, you know, not everybody's well off to be able to say, I can't afford a suit sort of thing. So... I want well, to be things able, change quickly these yeah. days. I want to be able to. I want to be able to say yes. I'm. I'm helping all of you, and uh, hopefully, be a bigger program after this. Wow. You know, I figured if I was that close, I'm able to get. I'm able to attain it. I think so. With help, with, with the help of Airdrie uh, dads and community of schools and stuff. So yeah, um, I'm pretty positive. So I'm pretty ambitious about it too. So. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. And all this is while being parents of five kids, while working full time. <laughs> You don't have to work, like you got kids. But I, I, you got st- I actually also look after <laughs> you? children. Yeah, uh, Monday to Friday. So yeah, day additional children, I should say. Day yes. Home? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I, I joke with people. I said clearly we're nuts, um, and we like to keep busy. <laughs> I don't know. Um, it was one of those things. I remember actually when Mike Mike spoke with um, CBC Radio last year, and. It was before, like, we were already talking about Project Jack and Jill ourselves and about me maybe doing something for the female grads. And, um, but we hadn't made that public yet. We hadn't done anything yet. We were actually planning on waiting for this year. And he made a comment about about uh, how he thought his wife should get involved, perhaps, in doing something. And they made a joke sort of after 
uh, after the call off the air. Well, not off the air, but you know what I mean. Um, and they made a joke about how he, uh, uh, yeah, so this lady's got five kids. I'd like to see her reaction when he says that to her. And ironically, though, it was like, actually, I'm going to do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm sitting there going, no, I'm actually going to do it. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. It was it Willing was and make it, it happen. <laughs> <laughs> and like I said, it's tangible. Um, it's more of a grassroots mm. thing. Um, I know a lot of people can relate to the, uh, the fundraising idea. Um, a lot of people growing up said they couldn't afford grad. They've come up like, I had trouble trying to afford for my grad suit. I got nothing and I worked all summer, pay for a rental and they had nothing to show mm -hmm. for it. So I figured a suit to give them a brand new suit they can need for job interviews and whatnot and stuff like that. So this is something they can keep paying forward um, when they can, you know, whether it's like next year or when they get married or something or, or when they have kids of their yeah, own exactly. stuff like that. And they can pay for it whenever, yeah, just pay whenever, right? Somehow. And I figure something like this is always to be on their mind, you know, they'll never forget that, you know, because, you know, somebody that's 18 years old could be pretty prideful. They're not going to want to come forward and stuff. And for each kid to get selected, I, I've reached out to the schools and saying, you know, you're with the students every day, you know, you know, bit of their history, one of the family history and stuff like that. Um, so they're better suited to help me find a student that were deserving of the program. And so staff, teachers, staff, peers, peers, and, you know, and obviously nominate. for um, uh, like for privacy's sake. And that was one of the, that was part of the some of the miscommunication last year with the one school. But um, what we yeah. were able to do is we just kind of said to them, we'd like you guys, you know, your student body, you know, your student community. Um, you approach them and their families and if they give you the okay give them our information or mike's information um and it worked really well everyone who was involved was very receptive and very thankful it was and it was it was a nice really nice to get to meet everyone their their you know mom or dad whoever was in their life um and uh and to hear their stories and stuff so yeah. Well, let's <laughs> tell me, like, you mentioned one story there. Oh, Could yeah. you recap that again? Yeah, like that? no, absolutely. Yeah. Um, so, well, one really interesting situation um, when we started collecting the gowns, I had a, um, a woman contact me. She works with um, children's um, cancer care. And uh, she had received a gown just from a, a, someone she had worked with um, long before this. And they, they had this beautiful gown and shoes to gift to someone but the the one stipulation that the gifter had was that she, they wanted her to find someone that either had survived childhood cancer themselves or had um, been directly affected so perhaps their sibling had survived childhood cancer um, or you know had been had fought it um, and so she actually uh, had you know was interested in giving us this dress for Project Jack and Jill with the understanding that it that it'd be saved for someone so I mean it's one of those tricky situations because of course Dresses are not all one size, um, one size fits all. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, it's a combination of finding someone with that, those circumstances as well and would actually be able to wear the dress. Yeah. Um, ironically, as, as luck would have it, because, of course, she does still work uh, with folks in cancer, uh, um, she ended up contacting us a few months later saying she thought she had found someone. So we ended up, you know, putting it back, giving it back through her to deliver to them. But it was really neat to have... Um, something so specific, find a home, yeah. basically. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> and this is, 2017 was the first spring that Jill, like the, that yes, part of Project yeah. Jack and Jill. Well, when we started, um, it was kind of ironic, as I sort of mentioned before, uh, we, uh, I had the idea 
um, to get into gowns. Um, bef- but we weren't going to do that actually until this coming grad year. Yeah. Um, I wasn't even going to touch on it. Like Mike was doing his thing with the Airdrie Dad's Adopt-A-Grad and that was great. And then what kind of happened is just because he, essentially because he was getting so much attention from the community and from the press, um, we had people sort of asking, is there anything for the ladies? Um, and then there, and then with the, uh, with the radio station collecting secondhand suits, which really wasn't sort of his, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Mandate, if you will. Um, but we still wanted to put those to use as well. So we kind of unexpectedly launched Project Jack and Jill, um, at the tail end of the grad season this past year, um, for 2018. And, um, and yeah, we ended up, you know, we ended up helping a few people. Um, this year is going to be much bigger. I think we've had a lot more inquiries already. Yeah. And obviously there's just, a, you know, we're getting the name out there. We're making people aware that there is a program. <laughs> she wants to tell about it yeah. too. Little Mackenzie. Um, and uh, so, yeah, no, it was, yeah, it was definitely launched very off the cuff last year just to run with it when yeah. we had the momentum. Yeah. Um, and this year we're coming at it, you know, with actual um, directive, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Which is pretty amazing how much can happen just <laughs> yeah. Yeah, pulling yeah. us no, absolutely. off the cuff, like you said. Well, and that was of the 16 last year. How many were dresses and how many were suits? Um, well, that was just strictly That's, sixteen yeah, suits, 16 and that was and that was the new, the brand new suits. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think Plus we had how many another were donated. Um, from the donated suits, I feel like we had about ten kids come in to to look through and pick some out, and then dresses we had about five young ladies. Wow. So not too bad considering that. I mean, we came into it like pretty close to the actual grad dates. So <laughs> yeah, the weekend but, uh, of the weekend yeah, pr- of pretty yeah. Kinda, it was pretty kind of cool though. And yeah. I mean, we're still getting like um, we have two suits hanging up, uh, ready to go downstairs today. I mean, those just arrived today. Like we we hey. are continually accepting more donations of anybody who's um, you know, got dresses. I mean. Dresses are one of those things too, and suits as well. I mean, people have suits that they might have got when they first graduated, and you know, not to, to put it nicely, as we become family folks, um, often we don't fit into those same suits anymore, or, you know. Yeah. Um, and with dresses, uh, most prom dresses, yeah, there's not really another occasion to wear them to, or even yeah. if there is, maybe you know that style you're not going to wear anymore. Um, so uh, often they're just sitting in closets and people don't know what to do with them. Um, we've even had a few people, um, we had put the word out uh, on Virage Sale and, and other places like that. And we had a few people um, who were very receptive to the idea that, you know, they'd had a gown for sale, it wasn't really moving. And they said, you know what, I like the concept of your program. So I've decided I'd rather donate it to you. And so that was, you know, we were very thankful and appreciative that they thought of us and, and um were receptive to that concept. Yeah, for both of you, like Lori, did you grow up here as well, or um, nearby? I or? am actually from Nova Scotia originally. Yeah, yeah. Cool. yeah. <laughs> um, grew up just outside of Halifax. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. Um, I've been in Alberta uh, since two thousand. Oh gosh, two thousand and six. I moved to Alberta originally. Was in Calgary for a couple of years, and I've been in Airdrie ever since. That's Mike's fault. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You guys I, uh, met. <laughs> I, yeah, I actually met him. We we met each other at a. It was just a an adults like backyard barbecue birthday celebration and mutual uh, friends. And yes, exactly, yeah. mutual friends. And we chatted all night one night, and um, 
And then before I knew it, I was I'm moving into his house in Airdrie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a good story. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's the yeah. abbreviated version, but yes. Yeah. But yeah, you met through friends and... <laughs> yeah, we met through and... friends and uh, it was kind of... One, it was a funny situation, actually. I was um, considering a move back out east and, and this is like time, 2008 uh, yeah 2008 yeah, that's yeah. a bang on uh yeah. june 2008 and um i was wow. expecting to move back um we kind of connected i st- he ended up well okay i still ended up moving back for the summer um i have parents who you know worry about me like every other parent and um so i went back uh to spend some time with them he ended up being working in a bread deer for three months anyway so we actually did Right after meeting, did long distance for three months. Yeah. And then he came out, met my parents, and I came back to uh, Airdrie. Actually, it was uh, so, 10 years ago this week I did that. As a matter of fact, yes. 10 years ago this week, he flew out to Nova Scotia and met my parents. <laughs> and then yeah. moved me back. <laughs> we That's drove amazing. across the country. So. Hi, I'm Mike. I'm moving me back to Calgary. Though. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty We've known each other for four months and we love yeah, each other. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah. We were fortunate. Um, yeah. They... I mean, they saw us because we would video chat all the time. Yeah. And so they kind of like said hello even via video chat. Um, so it was kind of amusing. They'd sort of seen, I guess, the commitment uh, and the fact that clearly we had c- clicked, you know, for the few. Well, I guess we spent, oh, only a couple, two and a half weeks together before we did that. So, wow. I mean, the click was there and then the long distance aspect just kind of reinforced it because obviously... Um, yeah, we enjoyed still talking and we felt like it was worth exploring further. So, yeah. That's amazing. Very weird. But, um, yeah, I guess when you know, you know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, like, my wife and I had a similar in ways. Yeah. Like after a few months, I went and worked in Fort McMurray. Yes. Plus, I worked yeah. on the farm for a month. Anyways, so I was <laughs> going, like, off and on for the next year and a half. Basically. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's, <laughs> and we did You distance. never know. And I think if it, I think if it works through that. That's a good indication. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was kind of... It was Skype, so back in the day... Oh, yes, the Skype MSN was the thing messenger to do. Yeah, Skype, right? yeah. So, oh, yes, yeah. MSN. Nothing yeah. else, no FaceTime. Yeah, there was, there was yeah. no FaceTime. There was uh, nope. no Facebook. Just, just probably, basic texting. Probably a year old at that time. <laughs> but there was Skype at its earliest? Yeah. Pretty much. Kind of Pretty much, yeah. 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 yeah, that was our main, that was our main communication. Yeah. And the every worst night. picture ever, and yeah, exactly. <laughs> really laggy, and, and we dro- and, you know dropped connections. Yeah, so and hotel like Wi-Fi wasn't the greatest yes. back then, ten years ago, mm-hmm. right? So it's kind of like oh, I dropped the call again. <laughs> Eventually, we'd give up and just text and be like, "Okay, yeah. I'll I'll see you tomorrow. Yeah. Oh, we'll yeah. try again tomorrow." And, yeah. Uh, so yeah, it was kind of <laughs> to be able to work through the growing pains of Skype and connectivity issues. Like, yeah, still still worked yep. out. So yeah, and then yeah, <laughs> fast forward. 10 years but like yeah 10 years seven, five kids yeah 10 years five kids is amazing yeah. yeah yeah and seven years in you guys have both established yourselves as having a giving heart and being involved with Airdrie dads Airdrie moms too or like was it um, both or, I, well it was, yeah I guess Airdrie moms or, I guess has kind of gone by the wayside um yeah there's some other websites yeah, not, but didn't have my um, finger on the pulse of that one yeah <laughs> no, it, yeah it no is, no it is it's done. uh yeah, it was. It had its moments, but yeah. Uh, yeah, no, it's. Um, I mean, I guess we were pretty quick to get involved, and we've always been. Well, not always, but probably the last, probably since about 2015-2016, we became more involved. Um, got to know a lot more people in the community, and and then yeah, from there, this just kind of naturally. Oh, that's good. <laughs> it just kind of um, eventually grew from there and um 
Yeah, see, kiddos, <laughs> we gave them electronics to keep them busy, but yeah, we're not supposed to bring them up here. That's okay. It's just been in the last couple of years. We had, um, you know, the social networking with uh, Airdrie Dad coming like, to golf tournaments and, uh, you know, the, the Christmas dri- uh, hamper drives at the Lioness Club and stuff like that. So I was something, I was looking for something that's more, uh, yeah, we've all donated to the food bank, but we don't get to see physically what our contribution is directly, right? So it's kind of a, a different uh, a different kind of a fundraising thing where you can actually see it right away and they can actually get it right now. And it's not uh, it's not income-based. It's not, you know, if they say they need it, they need it, right? We're not gonna put, you know, based on whatever. If the teacher said you need it, you're gonna get it. Yeah. And uh, it, it's not the hard part trying to trusting and low low bar. Yeah. Right. And um, we don't want to, we don't want to discriminate anybody that says they need it. You know, for the project Jack and Jill. So they want their dresses and stuff like that. With the premise, you know, they give the dresses back. You know, so we can you know pay for the next yeah drill for next grass season or the next weekend. You know, a lot of times. And yeah. Right. The scheduling, you know, scheduling, you know, there's I think uh, last year was the one. Um, Friday, Saturday, it was like one after another for grad season. Oh, man. So it was a busy weekend for sure. Um, yeah, because you, you guys take on coordinating drop-offs and stuff too, or pickups at least, or like how does that even happen? I've been, been flexible. We've done a little bit of both, both <laughs> drops off, drop-offs yeah. and pickups, and uh, <laughs> we try to get people to drop off, you know, but a lot of times it's been... People... 80, 20, 80% yeah, drop-off. probably 80% drop-off. People are... Um, pretty happy to drop it off, I guess. Like they usually don't mind running by. And because I'm, I do work from home, um, my schedule is quite flexible. I'm home except for maybe one night a week for kids activities. So, um, people usually don't have a problem swinging by after work or something like that. And then, yeah, there's a few times where I'll just arrange it. Um, because I also do school transport. So if I'm, I'll arrange it sometimes to be able to pick up sort of on my way to or from, uh, the schools. And uh, so that makes it relatively convenient as well, even on my end, if I'm offering to pick up. So, yeah. yeah. The other day, actually, last week I drove. I actually drove into Calgary to pick up. Oh, it was probably six dresses from one house, um, and actually, um, I was able to get two more clothing racks, um, and wow. so I picked them all up in the same drive. So, <laughs> wow, it wasn't so bad. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I guess it was just kind of curious because. Somehow you guys got in that position where someone came to you and asked for the first one, and then you didn't just leave it at that. You yeah. took that further. That was kind of interesting because <laughs> yeah. not everyone would, and not everyone's in that position to be asked that question. Even like, I think the right people kind of, you know, pointed the right people in the right direction towards us. You know, I think that's where you know the word got out what we were trying to do and what we we're looking to do. Um, I think that's what made a difference for us. So yeah, the the people that we know in the community is ourselves was able to help us to get to where we are right now um, yeah absolutely I mean well uh, obviously Airdrie Dads in particular um, is very fond of being active in the community and a huge amount of the backing came from them even right now um, even for Project Jack and Jill which isn't you know directly associated with Airdrie Dads um, uh, we've had them reach out a lot and we're planning a big fundraising event right now actually all of those businesses that we've mentioned um, have, you know, either um, basically donated, you know, their services as well, which is a huge thing. I mean, the, yeah. we've had, we've had um, really great 
um, support that way for sure all along. I mean, like Mike mentioned, for the Airdrie Dads Adopt-A-Grad, um, you know, we had those all those businesses, they, they all donated that stuff. The haircuts, the flowers, the limo. Um, no one has even thought twice about becoming involved. So Yeah, that's huge. <laughs> It's, uh, they don't bat an eye for sure when I approach them, so it's kind of a, yeah. it's kind of cool to see. It's kind of, I don't want to say it makes it effortless, but it makes it easy to be able to approach people knowing that chances are they're going to come on board, support the program. Mm-hmm. It's like, you know, they're going to get their shout outs and uh, they're going to get their, yeah. 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 It's, I don't want to say free publicity, but uh, it's, it's, well, it's goodwill in the community. Goodwill, I'm going to say, yeah, uh, you know, being, being involved yeah. with the good program, mm-hmm. it's going to be do wonders for everybody involved yeah exactly is there any other like you had that really awesome first story what other like impacts have you seen that you really wanted to share like of i mean we had some uh, we had one um one interesting one was a lady that contacted us um it was actually for a friend of her son's um obviously i'm not going to disclose any details exactly Um, but uh she she contacted us on behalf of him. Essentially, she was aware of the fact that he didn't have a whole lot of support at home and um, asked if he could, yeah, come take a look at our secondhand suits. And this was kind of a neat one for us um, because at the time, Mike had um, a spare of the packages that included the brand new custom fitted suit from Moore's. He had a spare package. And no one knew that we hadn't, you know, those weren't all accounted for. Basically, there was just um, uh, some extras because he had more than he expected. And some of the um, schools just didn't, you know, hadn't, we had only asked them to nominate so many people. So we sort of had some extras to find out if there was any more kids in need. So we kind of hid that under our hat. And we had, um, basically, he came down with two of his friends, as well as this mom who had contacted us and, and the other friend's mom. So this was two moms that were um, his friend's moms. They brought these three boys so that this one boy could, uh, or I should say young man, could take a look at our suits. So we let them take a quick look. The 300 suits in the garage. Yep, there was 300 suits hung in our garage. Mike created racks. There's been 300 used suits at one point. 300 used suits. Oh, wow. And we <laughs> still had, got most of them. We still have a fair bit of them, yes? Yeah. And uh, that was, for the most part, that came from CJ. Um, probably like, yeah. Well, actually, we were probably about 350 suits. Because yeah. about 300 came from CJ. And then we probably had another 50 donated directly to us. And so we had this young man start taking a look at a few of the suits. And we were joking around. Because there's a few that are, you know, fun retro ones, if we'll put it that way. <laughs> and uh, so yeah. he tried a few fun ones on. And he was a really, like, fun personality. Yeah. And after... I don't know, 10 or 15 minutes of, of browsing. We said, we actually, we, 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 we got to talk to you for a sec. And we pulled him aside and, and we had given the moms the heads up. So they knew what was going on, but the, the young men had no idea. And so Mike presented him with this package. And it was a really amazing moment because he, um, like you could definitely see the shock on his face and the appreciation. And I mean, he hugged Mike right then and there. So it was a really, um, very cool moment to be part of that. So he was, I mean, he was already completely grateful and gracious to be looking through the suits as it was. Yeah. To surprise him with that was so heartwarming and very exciting. I mean, it was like Christmas. (laughs) Yeah. 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 Really in the thrill of kid. Yeah. No. And he was just a sweet guy. He's actually, um, we actually do have, uh, um, he was willing to submit himself to a picture with Mike on our Twitter page. So yeah, that's <laughs> very cool. And, uh, yeah, 
it's he's stories like that, you know, because um, I know one one kid who was actually working part time to pay, help pay his parents' mortgage. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. So it's we've kind got of people. A, I mean, we've got people who, yeah, they've lost jobs. Um, either they're, oh yes, either they're unemployed or underemployed because you know they just weren't able to get something quite what they were used to, and like so often any programs that are out there. Um, are income based and but what we found where the catch is is that well let's face it say a person person might have been making really good money maybe they were making six figures and then all of a sudden they've been let go and they take what they can get well maybe that's a 50 60 percent pay cut but yet that might not put them in the qualifying range for these programs because it's still an okay amount of money but yet, they still have the same debt they have. They still have the same, uh, you know, financial commitments that they have. And so, just because they're making above poverty doesn't mean they're making ends meet at all. Yeah. And so, um, one of our big things was that we didn't want our our program to necessarily, um, what's the word? Like we don't filter based on income. We don't ask income based questions. We basically ask for honesty. If you need help, come to us. Mm-hmm. We will help you, um, because we've we've seen it. We you know people mm-hmm. people kind of get missed. Mm-hmm. Really, it's like a six months right. six months in the year. You know they're on their last year of income where they made six figures. Six months later, they're not. Yeah. Yeah. You know. And I mean, and I think I don't mind saying it. One of the reasons, like we've felt the change of a job. In the last two years, things yeah. have been tight for us personally yeah. because we've had a lot of changes. And I think that's been, um, we knew exactly, um, sorry, kiddos distracting me. No, no, no. no. <laughs> it makes me stutter. Yeah. Um, yeah, no. We, They're doing we, so good. <laughs> they are. We have felt it ourselves, though, and we know, we know exactly what that's like to, to, um, to suddenly be in that situation where, yeah, it's, it's, it's. It's scary enough. And then you add that. You add the, these situations where kids, essentially, are suddenly becoming adults and helping out with the household bills because, hey, you know what? All, you know, all hands on deck. And, and it's wonderful to see. But at the same time, it's like we're happy to uh, give them a helping hand to let them go, hey, take a night off. Go to your grad with your friends. Yeah. Here's a suit. You know, yeah. here's a gown. Like, get out there and just have fun. Because... Yeah. Because soon enough, you really are going to be an adult. <laughs> so, yeah. We don't, we don't want them growing up sooner than they have to. Yeah, yeah. So it's kind of, that's how I see it, right? They, they could be an ad, adult, but, you know, they don't have to do adult things right away. Yeah. Because they're exactly. night. Yeah. I want them to have a night to remember. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, they spent three years with their peers and be able to have a, a night to themselves with their friends, you know, three years in high school where they can, you know, forge a, a good... Uh, uh, permanent long lifelong friends and I want to be able to, them to be able to go hang out with them that grad night because that's the one night you know they worked hard for three years to be able to say yeah we've done it we're here yeah no now we're on to the real world now and uh, they can actually hold their hands together and say yeah we've done it together not just Joe Blow sitting at home because he couldn't get a couldn't afford to go for um, grad night because he didn't have the means to do that and I don't want any kid to feel that you know, if I can help it. Yeah. Um, you know, and we've also had extra money last year. We were given all oh, yes. three high school extra thousand dollars cash to pay for graduate tickets. Yeah. So it's my understanding from the schools I got last year that 
everybody was able to attend grad dinner as well. Wow. Yeah, so yeah, no family, um, no student and, and a guest basically, missed out, essentially. Those who would have otherwise not made it because of that extra money we were, uh, well, you were able to provide, um, they were able to get those, you know, them and, and like their mom or dad or, you know, family member. Wow, like I said, all by bottles and, you know, people caring. Yeah. I mean, people care, I think it just, uh, just expand um, in a good way that you know people care because you know they know somebody because a lot of people were mentioning me say hey i know so and so well go to the school mentions the teachers and stuff and, and i know two instances where actually kids were one of the ones that were nominated to me uh, so i'm kind of glad to see that happen and, uh, so i wanted to go through the school and uh, have them give me the names and you know and let them <laughs> decide cause, I, I can't decide. I don't know them, and uh, but it's nice to see the school on board and say yes, we'll help you, we'll support the program. Yeah. And we're, we've been fortunate enough to be invited by Bird Church for their grad night. Yeah. So that was yeah. really cool. And, so you got uh, a night out, a little date night. <laughs> yeah. Was, uh, you know, I got there early to get my, my seat, and you know, and uh, <laughs> and uh, it's kind of really cool to get the the shout out from the principal and uh, right at the beginning, and uh, that was really cool to see and. Uh, I don't think I have a choice but to continue this as long as I can. So yeah, you know, whether I'm living in Erdy or elsewhere, I think Erdy is always to be my home. Yeah. So I think I'm always to be around to help the community any way I can. So yeah. What do you hope that your kids get from this? That's kind of like just seeing them around. Curious. Well, I think they'll see that the fact that what we we're doing as a family, uh, whether it's myself and my wife, um, they've seen what I'm doing. You know, they see the 300 suits hanging in my garage and. And the 80 odd dresses we have hanging in our living room, um, they're asking where is it going. You know, we try to explain to them why we're doing this and stuff like that. So uh, they get older, they seem understand more what we're doing. So hopefully they can carry on um, the generosity of us as a family to help out their friends and you know whether themselves or or their friends are going through a hard time, I want them to understand that there's always somebody out there to give them a hand. Mm -hmm. And not be afraid to, to ask for help if they need it. Um, I think just it's give both. Them, yeah. That's really, yeah. Yeah. You know, everybody's learning their own ways. So I think this is a good learning experience for the kids to be able to see that. And, you know, daddy's on TV. Why is he on TV? <laughs> or is he in the paper? And, uh, I think I they see understand Michael what over I'm there doing. Nodding. <laughs> He's like, "Yeah, I thought that was kind of neat." <laughs> <laughs> and uh, but it's, it's it's humbling too as well because I know a lot of people need it, and uh, it's not just me. It's you know it's the community of Airdrie that pulled together to make this happen. You know, mm -hmm. Airdrie dads of three thousand men yeah. and Airdrie dads, and they all you know we don't agree on anything and everything, but one thing we're we are we have in common that we're all dads. Yeah. And um, so we want to be there for our kids as long as we can and provide for the best way we can. And can't ask for a better group to be a part of, make yeah. that happen. Yeah. Wow. What's, you kind of talked about plans for next spring. What's the next big thing that you can share? Um, I guess one little thing. So on, uh, specifically on the Project Jack and Jill side of things, um, we... We just expanded actually and again it was just one of those things where we saw a need, it got brought up to us and we decided to go with it. Um, we've expanded into sporting equipment starting with hockey. So again, same concept as the suits and the dresses. If people are done with things, 
if they don't need them, don't want them, they can be donated to us and then we can pass them on to, again, any you know youth hockey players who might otherwise not be able to afford things. Wow. Um, once again, there are other programs out there that help yeah. hockey players, but they are income-based. So yeah. again, someone that might not necessarily get approved, they might be able to come to us instead. So. Right. That's yeah, that's incredible. And that name of that one is, or how can people find that program? Or uh, Project Jack um, Again, it's oh, still, Project, yeah. it'll be under that yeah, banner. We're sort of and keeping you're also it all accepting. Under. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> don't have to yeah, think of a new uh, name yeah, in there. No. Exactly. And Project Jack and Jill. So that's, um, yeah, yeah that cool. It's more of like the, the website will be launching here shortly. Actually, yes, very soon. Ah, yeah. Um, it's going to be more of an intake. So. Intake, and uh, so people communicate it to us through that Facebook page, the website. And the Twitter. We do have, yeah, we do have uh, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and soon to be the website. Okay. <laughs> so we do have a few different avenues. For um, people to contact. Slowly expanding, yeah. exactly. And All the under Project Jack and Jill Airdrie, or what's it called? Um, it's, uh, we actually, it, so it'll be, um, once the website does launch, um, it's going to be projectjackjill.org. Okay. Um, and then the... Uh, all of the other handles are all, again, Project Jack Jill. So whether that's, you know, you're looking at her Facebook or Twitter or Instagram, it's Project Jack Jill. Cool. So, yeah. That's awesome. Kept it kind of. People can find you. Yeah. Well, that's probably. amazing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No. Um, and we're looking forward to the website. Um, we're hoping to have a, a few areas. Um, uh, it'll be some easy ways so that people can, you know, if they want to arrange either to drop off or pick have a gown picked up from them, there'll be areas on the website where they can just really quickly click and contact us yeah. um, try to make it sort of as streamlined as possible um, there will also be the opportunity we're sort of with this first fundraiser we're opening our opening things up to be able to receive cast donations as well um, we have also done bottle donations in the past as well so that's something else we're willing to collect yeah um, wow. sort of yeah. Any, anything that's out there that we can put toward the program bottles cash dresses yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> yeah <laughs> And services that yes, will be helpful. Yeah. Actually, one thing I need to work toward is uh, uh, we need to get a relationship going with a uh, dry cleaner. Oh, that's, okay. one of, that's one thing that's still on the list. Yeah. I must stop into some businesses soon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and see if anybody would uh, be interested in, in partnering up. Cool. <laughs> and, yeah, so people can find you. When do you think that website will be launched? Um, it should be within the next probably week to week and a half. Oh, We're actually, um, again, we actually have a developer um, helping us out. Um, Pro Bono. Pro Bono. And yeah, yeah. Um, he, uh, we're supposed to meet with him sometime next week, and I think we'll be finalizing the initial launch of it. So Again, and we're also, like we said, we're hitting the ground running a little better this year as well. So uh, things can go in the newsletters as well. Yeah. Um, so parents and families will be that much more aware. Um, and our hope from that is, again, not only that maybe some people will feel comfortable stepping forward um, if they feel as though their child and their, their family might benefit, um, but it will also give people the opportunity, again, if maybe they've got something sitting in the closet going unused, uh, they might want to get it to us before grad season ramps up. So, yeah. uh, again, just another way to get that uh, information out there. Yep. That, you know. That's awesome. Because not everybody's on Facebook. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. Gotta That's be. where it all started. Yeah. But, yeah. but yeah. yeah, expanding. Yeah. Well, and taking it quite seriously and making it really accessible. Hoping. That's Our, uh, long term, we'd actually like to register officially as a not-for-profit. So that yeah. is something we're going to be working toward uh, probably with over this year. Yeah, so, yeah. that's awesome. Just pretty crazy but neat it's never it's ending but it's also cool. so always very cool to be part of um, saying that you know 
you know, I think this is something that probably the first of its kind in Canada, as far as buying new student uh, suits for grad students. Yeah. Um, there's programs across Canada that just gives you used suits with straight hair, but nothing of its kind to be able to provide brand new suits and you know limo rides and haircuts sort of thing, sort of thing. So, uh, I want to say you hit something very unique, very different, and very rewarding on both of our my wife and I's part and the student part. So knowing that their hard work paid off and they're going to be able to have grad night with their friends. So I think that's the most important thing. Well, and I will say, because Mike just said that rewarding part, um, having watched Mike and a lot of the feedback that he received and some of the, he had received some letters of thanks. Um, you know, one young man in particular, his mom was incredibly grateful. And, and I mean, he has been moved to tears by this program, by his, by his initiative with the Adopt-A-Grad. Um, so to say it was, <laughs> I'm doing it again. It was no small thing for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. to see how it actually impacted people. And that's been fuel to move forward. That those rewards or those Absolutely. acknowledgements, those yeah. letters. No, and that's just Thank it. You. Realize, I think, um, and, uh, even other people have commented to us and, and we realized it ourselves. I mean, when this all started, um, you don't realize how big that need is. I mean, uh, Airdrie from the outside, you know, it's a fairly comfortable community. Um, you, I think a lot of people are unaware of just how many families are struggling and how many youth are struggling. Um, but we have learned, just last year, we have learned of, uh, I mean, there have been a number of youth that weren't, you know, weren't living in their family homes. They were staying in, with friends' families and they didn't have anything but what their part-time jobs were, you know, putting couch, on their backs. Couch surfing. And... Couch surfing. And I mean, there's a variety of reasons why those situations were present, but nonetheless, they were, they are there. Um, so to, um, it starts off, you're thinking, I mean, initially it's kind of like, okay, it'll be nice to buy some people a suit, but um, to realize how many kids really need that helping hand. And I think, and then it became more important. It wasn't just about the suit. Like Mike touched on, it became more about them knowing the community cares about them. Mm-hmm. That there are people there that want to make sure they get through this patch. Mm-hmm. That they get out there, you know, because this will pass. We can say that basically as adults, it's harder to see as a youth. Yeah. You know, they haven't already battled to that point um so that's yeah it became much more important for them to just know that you know there's a group of people out there that have your back <laughs> essentially yeah. yeah so yeah it, it wasn't just a suit <laughs> yeah no i think when they're finishing high school you know they're they're worrying about what their next step's going to be and whether like you know like grad they be able to be able to get that you know okay i, I got that taken care of now i got a super job interview whether they're going to university or not you know, they have a super job interview or, or even for a job. Um, so we want to be able to help them, usher, usher them into the next phase of their life in a, in a positive way and, uh, and use that positive energy to be able to get something positive for their life, whether it's been uh, about three years or whatever time period they've been going through, um, to end, end their high school career on a positive note um, that, that people out there do care about them and and help make this happen. So I think it's just, it's not a one man show. It's not a one, it's a husband and wife team, but there's also 60,000 people in there behind us as well. So, yeah. Yeah. So if people want to find out more by the time this is out, project Jack Yeah. And then follow you on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, yep. project. Yeah. And, yep. and uh, the adopter guys be 
energy dad initiative sort of thing because that's yeah. the new suit sort of thing that's the difference between that's how yeah. we, yes. people ask what's the difference between an adopted grad versus project jack and jill the adopted grad is actually adopting a grad for grad suits and um full treatment full treatment yeah yeah, yeah. yeah um, that's the main difference between the two, but you know what? Project Jack Jill's donated items. And I guess, and that's yeah. also with a with a doctor grad, um, specifically reaching out to the schools. The schools are the ones who are identifying um, those who they think might be interested, and then and then confirming whether or not they are. Yeah. Um, whereas Project Jack Jill is more um, people reaching out to us. I mean, yes, if we hear word of someone, we can sort of reach out as well, but. Uh, but yeah. <laughs> Thanks for explaining that. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. that was, it's still somewhat foggy, but yeah, yeah, that makes yeah. sense. Yeah, no, because I just want to make sure that there is a difference between the two. Yeah. yeah. Um, so basically, it's just um, both grassroots, really, but you know, we want to make sure as, as a community everybody gets uh, the benefit from either program. So, yeah. Awesome. <laughs> Thanks, Mike and Laurie. Yeah, thank you. Thank <laughs> Thanks for your time. <laughs> Taking the time to help, you know, you know, Gets to launch officially. Yeah, well, yes, I guess that's a good way to put it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. It's the official launch of Project there Jack you go. and Joe. Uh, <laughs> you know, so thank a, you. A project for, of his, first of its kind, I think, in Nerdry. Yeah. Yeah, it's exactly. It's exciting to be a part of and I'm looking forward to see what's going to this coming year bring for Nerdry. For um, yeah. I, I can't wait. So I, I think Lori can probably say the same yep. thing. So. For sure. <laughs> Thanks for listening to my interview with Mike and Lori Reist. Mike and Lori are an inspirational couple and I'm glad we had the chance to share that interview. You can connect with them by searching Project Jack and Jill on Facebook or following the handle at Project Jack Jill on Twitter or Instagram or by visiting projectjackjill.org. Our intro music was produced by Willie Snipes. You can check him out at williesnipes.com. That's W-I-L-L-Y-S-N-Y-P-E-S.com. If you'd like to sponsor the podcast, please head to airdrielife.com to find the podcast link on the homepage. Please leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. If you have an idea of someone we should feature, contact us through airdrielife.com or reach out to us on social media at Airdrielife. This is Britton Luttingham. I look forward to being with you again soon.